Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Praise God. How many are excited to be here? Glory to God. I was thinking, um, by the way, I'm some other guy. I'll tell you what what I mean because people were saying, well, is is Nancy Dufresne speaking this morning? And then somebody said, no, some other guy is. So so you can just call me some other guy. (laughs) But you know what? I'm happy to be some other guy here this morning. You know why I'm here? You want to know why I'm here? God's good. And his mercy endures forever. And uh, I'll tell you whose dream it is to be here. It's our dream. We're the ones pinching ourselves. Praise the Lord forever. Hey, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Um, Man, are, are we not blessed on so many levels? And we're blessed to live in a country. Glory to God. Uh, We have some freedoms. You know, that whole life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness thing, that is is biblically rooted. Amen. That's those things. God is on board with those things. And uh, I know we we had many, many people who have given their lives for us to have that. You know, I think our generation, we're a little bit detached from that. Uh, compared to, oh, I don't know, a century ago or, or less than when, uh, you know, you could meet a mom who gave four of her sons and, and different things. So we have so much to be thankful for, and being thankful is a huge deal to God. Is that right? We have so much to, you know, you think about it. This country was hidden. For, for, I mean, it, it's, it's young, and for years, it wasn't here in the, well, I mean, you know, geographically it was, but I mean, I'm talking about uh, it wasn't known. And don't think for a second that it's an accident that we have what we have, the way we had it. This, this country is a last day's landing spot. It was birthed for a move of God, founded for a move of God. Amen. So there's purpose to our nation. Let's just give thanks. Let's just give thanks. Father, thank you for what you gave us. Thank you for the responsibility attached to what you've given us. We so appreciate the land in which we live. Thank you for freedoms. Thank you for liberties. Thank you, Father, that we can worship you without being shut down here today. We're so grateful, so grateful, so grateful, so grateful. Oh, praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Glory to God. Well, <clears throat> these meetings, we're just so glad to, to be part of them. Um, I was thinking this morning that when Brother Hagen went to be with the Lord in uh, Brother Kenneth Hagen, I was privileged to travel with him. Several others that are here also got to do the same, and then many others were influenced by his ministry. And, and uh, in 2003, the last, latter part of the year, he went home to be with the Lord and, uh, you know, I was, I was out, had started pastoring by then, and I was in ministry. And uh, I, it just never occurred to me to just be on my own. Meaning, uh, when that connection left my life, I, never, I just never, the thought never came to, you know, that I was ready to just be a solo artist. You know what I mean? How many know what I'm talking about? And so I was, you know, 
was really didn't seek God. I just assumed because there was another minister, you know, respected minister that I was had been close to. I just assumed, well, I'll just connect with them. And I couldn't do it. Like, I mean, physically couldn't do it. They'd have a meeting and I couldn't like there was no plane schedule to even get me. Just couldn't get there. Couldn't get there. And in uh, January of 2004, I was invited to Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, to, uh, to some meetings with Dr. Ed Dufresne. And I had met him. Matter of fact, uh, one of the first times I had met him, we were in a meeting with Brother Hagen and a bunch of us in the, in the Rhema Singers, we were all in the hot tub. And uh, were you in the hot tub that day? Were you in the hot tub? Yeah, you were. I mean, it was a big hot tub. Wasn't one of those little things. <laughs> Wasn't really much physical, uh, like, you know, anything like that. But we were just all out, outdoors. I'm talking outdoors by the pool. A big hot tub. Well, Dr. Dufresne loved him a good hot tub. That man soaked in more, more ways than one. I mean, he's, there's people talk about spiritual soaking. Well, he just soaked, you know what I mean? And, and so he comes down rips off his shirt, just plops himself down in the middle of us. And uh, I mean, started treating us like we were, di- we were more than just the help that would show up and set up the equipment and sing a couple songs, you know. And, and he, talk- he talked to us like there was something in us and he imparted, I'll never forget that. And, uh, and so I remember that when I got invited to those meetings in 2004 in Ontario, we went, we went to those meetings. He saw me in the hall and he just stopped and he said, hey, I'm like, I didn't know you knew who I was, but, <laughs> and uh, man, he preached and I sensed something when he preached, I, my wife and I were elbowing each other and said, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing, we know this, we like this, and he's preaching along and he's, and, and all of a sudden just stops, speaks in, in the middle of his message, just stops, speaks in other tongues, interprets, says, that's for you guys, goes right back to his message. I'm like, we like this, we like this. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little slow about, you know, uh, relationships and, and ask my wife. <laughs> she, we were dating. She asked me one time, you think this is going to go anywhere? I said, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> and, uh, But I should have taken a cue, you know, that God was, that there was a joining going on there. And uh, matter of fact, we left that meeting and we spun out on the way home. Uh, there was a huge snowstorm on the way home and our car spun out. We didn't crash, thank God, because nobody else was dumb enough to be on the roads, but we were. And uh, we spun out and we, we said, okay, we're getting us one of those SUVs. Amen. Got to get to meetings. Got to get to meetings cars. And uh, over the next couple of years, I never was able to get to meetings at the other place that I thought. I'd connect, but it just seemed like everywhere I looked, I was in one of Dr. Dufresne's meetings, and that was in 2004. Then in 2006, we were in a meeting in, in Fredonia, New York, and I pastored just about 40 minutes away from there, and uh, my friend, Pastor Michael Lekatic, he said, uh, Dr. Dufresne's bringing Pastor Nancy with him. I said, okay, that's good, and uh, didn't, mean any, didn't mean much to me until I heard her minister, and I think the first thing I said to my wife was, that's not fair. <laughs> How many ever heard Pastor Nancy Mister said that's not fair? Why, why, why does she get? Why does she get all of that? <laughs> and I, I kind of talked to the Lord about that. He said, if if you go the same place she goes, you can have the same kind of thing she has. I said, okay. 
And since then, you know, just since then, it's just never occurred to us not to come or, or it's never occurred to us to not be connected. Just the thoughts just never, if, it, if the thoughts come, it's never really gotten in there enough for me to recognize it. You know what I mean? And so there's been very little that I've missed over these years. Uh, matter of fact, praise the Lord. We, we, if Pastor Nancy's on live stream, I might not watch it live, but I'll go fish for it later. I'll go find it later. So this ministry, I said all that to say this ministry has really been a blessing to us. And we wouldn't be doing what we're doing ourselves and walking in the, really the office that we're in. I know that wouldn't be the case had we not responded to uh, God's connecting. It's been precious to us. Amen. That's not me. I don't have a watch. I, don't ha I mean, I do, but I don't have the Apple Watch and I don't have my phone. And I'm so glad that was somebody else. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> glory to God. Uh, well, I didn't have, uh, I started, you start getting concerned when, when you have, you know you have anointing, but not necessarily a direction, you know? <laughs> Anybody ever been there? And I tried to ask Pastor last night for maybe an outline or a scripture. <laughs> really, she was no help at all. To be honest with you. She's like, get it yourself, you know. And so, uh, so we, I went, just went to bed uh, in peace. And man, I'll tell you what, though, last night's message, really, I got to say, it really kind of rocked me. And you, you, you preached that, what she preached last night. You started a revival, which is not bad, actually. It's not a bad thing. Woo, my Lord. It was so good, so good, so good. So I just went to bed in peace, but then I did wake up uh, about 2 o'clock, and, and God started visiting me about some assignments, some things that he wanted done today. Um, my wife might end up ministering some. We, don't, we just follow God. So are you okay with that? If you're, if you're new to this ministry and, and maybe just, just uh, have, have recently discovered uh, this ministry and, and been hearing some good things, uh, don't leave it because of me. Okay, I'm just I'm just a guest. And if you're just used to to a, a teaching service where it's just, you know, just outline. Well, we do some of that, um, but that's not all. That's not all God has. You know, we're in the era of the word and the spirit, word and the spirit. Word only will not get it done. It will not get it done. We need the word and we need the moving of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and uh, the moving of the Holy Spirit is not just something we observe, something we participate with, cooperate with. Hallelujah. Um, why don't you turn with me, and we are going to minister some on prayer somehow, some way, some point. But we're, we're going to for sure follow the Lord. And turn with me to Romans chapter 12. Praise the Lord, everybody. God dealt with me about something uh, last night, like I said, and I think I can minister some scriptures along these lines before I do what he's told me to do. Um, it seems like everywhere we go, ministry-wise, at some point or another, we'll end up preaching on what I'm going to talk about here. And over in Romans 12... Uh, we want to, oh, which verse is it? The 11th verse. 
where it says, not slothful in business, but I want you to see this, fervent in spirit, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. It doesn't say serving the Lord first, fervent in spirit. Get the Amplified up for me if you don't mind it. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Can you say that? Fervent in spirit. Fervent. Not a word we use a whole lot. I understand. I'm going to read it here in the uh, Amplified. It says, never a lag in zeal and earnest endeavor. Look at this, y'all. Be a glow and burning with the Spirit. Be a glow and burning. 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 What's it mean to be a glow? You're glowing. <laughs> You're glowing. Does the Bible really tell us that we ought to be glowing and burning? You might say, Brother Joel, I thought we've been redeemed from burning. Yeah, eternally, yes. But we're, we're in this life right now, and Romans 12, that whole passage there, it's a very, very kind of practical section where it tells you just how to live. Take care of your business. That's how the verse started. I'm going to know you ought to do right in business. But uh, just, just as you wouldn't cheat in your business, don't cheat yourself spiritually. You're to be glowing. Say it with me, glowing, glowing. and burning. burning. Now, I always have to be careful of the crowd I'm with, you know, um, because anybody ever see um, Iron Man 3? Well, probably not. But remember, remember when uh, Pepper Potts was glowing? <laughs> she was radiating. Just imagine it if you hadn't seen it, and then sometime maybe you want to watch it. But she was she was glowing, <laughs> radiating. Her eyes were got all red, and 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 red beams and flashes were coming out. She was glowing, radiating. That's what, we're, that's what we're to be, glowing and burning. Now, when something's burning, all you have to do is get near it to experience it. And instead of being glowing and burning, <laughs> come on now. A lot of Christians, you think it's been snowing <laughs> and they're hurting. <laughs> and, and folk live at a pretty I'm just preaching to myself letting you listen in if you want to okay folk live at a pretty low level of spiritual fullness they'll put the pot they'll put the, the teapot the kettle on the burner for a few minutes on Sunday morning and expect yeah no, 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 no. You and I are to be glowing, 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 glowing. A glow. One of the, one of the uh, denominations used to have women's aglow. You remember, was it the Assemblies of God or something that had women's aglow? Well, I don't know if any of them actually glowed. 
But we're supposed to be a glow. That means when, when folk look at us, when we walk into a room, we ought to be emanating. We ought to be radiating. We, we go into a restaurant. Something ought to be about us. Hmm? Uh, my wife comes from a family of, of pretty, pretty accomplished drinkers in the natural. And uh, there's a phrase that they, there's a lot of phrases they use, matter of fact. <laughs> They'll talk about juicing, and I'm thinking about, are you talking carrot juice? Are you talking about apple juice? No, no, juicing means we just start drinking. Just start early, like when you would be having juice. For, we, no, we start drinking. And, uh, but another phrase they use is lit up. They're lit up. Yep, <laughs> What's that mean? They're a glow. <laughs> They're a glow. And when you come into the presence of somebody who's lit up with alcohol, you don't need to get right up to them. You just, you just need to get a little bit close to them. And if they see you and recognize you, they'll start, they'll start burning. They'll, they'll say, hey! <laughs> and, and we think as Christians, we think something's wrong with them. When they're just, they're just engaging in a fallen version of what we're to have. We're the ones that's supposed to be lit. We, we're the ones that are supposed to be lit up, aglow, burning. Uh, one, I think one of the great mistruths that's been promoted for probably centuries in the body of Christ is that the highest version of Christianity is that you live for God. Well, no doubt it's important that we live for God, but that's not the highest. The highest is that God lives through you. That's the highest. That's, that's listen, because you could live for God in the Old Testament. You could, you could live for God before Jesus died and shed his blood. But what's unique about our covenant, what's unique about our times is that now, Christ in us, the hope of glory, the expectation of his manifestation, God living in man. And that's his plan. I just quoted from Colossians, uh, what is it, Colossians chapter 1 over there, 20-something. So, right? Christ in you, the hope of glory. And it says, what is the, the mystery? It calls it the mystery. Hallelujah. That word mystery is, is uh, in all through Scripture. That's, we, we talk a lot about the plan of God, you know. But the Bible uses that term mystery to talk about the plan of God. It's God's plan to live in you, to live through you, to look through your eyes, to flow through your hands, and to be God on earth through you. Amen. 
Through you. Amen. Through you, Homer. Amen. <laughs> through you, Tilly. Yes. Yes. Through you. God lives through you. And, and for him to do that, for that to be more than just a nice concept where we hear it and then leave just the way we came and just be go right back to quarter tank, eighth the tank. That's not, it's not going to manifest. It's not going to be a reality. But God really, 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 really wants to actually slash that. God absolutely needs people that will live in a state of what we could call spiritual fullness glowing and burning glowing and burning don't look so sad this is not a sad message there's nothing sad about what i've said so far i'm don't flinch come on don't draw back we're not condemning anybody we're not, God's not mad at you. I'm not even mad at you. The service isn't done yet, so don't test me too much, but you know what I mean? Right now, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Come on now. Glowing and burning. Print the t-shirts. Come on. Well, I... I they don't listen to my good ideas. I have great ideas. They don't, li they don't listen to my ideas. You know, Paul, when he prayed some things, uh, can, can you turn to the third chapter of Ephesians with me? All praise him. Say it while you're turning, glowing and burning. You're glowing, baby. Yeah, that, People, come on, that's what you ought to be saying when you, when you wake up and look her way. Say, you're glowing, you're glowing, baby. You've, you're burning, you're hot, you're hot. You're hot. Come on, do it, do it with, come on. You're hot, oh, you're hot. Glowing with what? Fervent in spirit. Things have been cooking on you and cooking in you until you're aglow, you're burning, and it's obvious. It's obvious. Now, in Ephesians chapter 3, um, Paul prays for uh, the church at Ephesus, and of course, I'm going to know it applies to us if it's in the Bible. Verse 16. Verse 14, rather, for this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you or give you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ, not just the person, not the person, the anointing, Christ, in your hearts, by faith that you being rooted and grounded in agape, in the love of God, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ. That's, that reminds me of what we were hearing last night. Yeah. 
Huh? Not drawing back. Not being scared. I mean, guilty as charged on that, you know. If somebody calls, somebody says, I want to see you, I'm like, first thing is, I didn't do it. Whatever it is, I didn't do it. <laughs> Why am I like that? Hallelujah. I'm not like that. You know what I do? I comprehend the length and the breadth and the deep. How deep is his love? How deep is your love? Anybody from that old remember that song? That's what it's talking about right here. The depth and height. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Why? What does all of that together, what does all that produce? What does all that do? That Look at it. That you might be filled with all. Really? Does it really say that? Does Paul really say that you might be filled with all the fullness? Are you kidding me? What is that? What is all the full? All that God is, he wants in you that you might be filled. Filled. The Greek word filled, it's, it's, it's fun. It literally means this, to cram your nets. To cram. To cram. Anybody ever crammed for a test like I did in high? Huh? When you start studying for the test, right before the test, why study earlier and let and forget it? No, we start studying right before the test. The only problem is <laughs> there's more on the test than what you know. So what are you doing? You're cramming. What's that? What does that mean? Too few. Too few of you are helping me. It, Anybody, anybody travel here and you, you, you pack in your suitcase, you pack in your suitcase and you, you, you don't have enough room in your suitcase and you don't want to buy another bag. Who wants to buy another bag? So what do you do? How many remember the days before they had the extra zipper on there that would expand it for you? They didn't used to have those. You used to have to stand on them and sit on your suitcase. What are you doing? You're cramming that extra outfit. Uh, uh, uh. That's one of the reasons they started having casual church because people got tired of cramming their suitcases. So just don't even bother. Just wear what you got. doesn't matter. No, we cram it. We cram it in there. That's what God wants. That you might be crammed, crammed, crammed. We, we, know, we know exactly what that's like to cram your nets because of Jesus when he, come on, how many remember when he asked to use Peter's boat? And Peter said, yeah, you got it, go ahead. And, the, and then Peter said, let down your nets, right, for a catch. And, and there were so many, the nets started to break. Why? Because God was cramming. And in his mind, he was just, it was just being filled. That was just, I'm just filling it. God's definition of full is to cram till it starts to overflow, break, come out. Oh, come out, come out. Hmm. Till you're glowing. What's in there is radiating out. And we're to be crammed with all the 
fullness of God, not someday in heaven. He didn't preach that this was for someday in heaven. He said, I need you to know the agape of Christ. I need you to know just how deep this is and that it goes further than your mess ups. Mercy beats mess ups. Amen. It goes further. How, you need to know how deep it is. You need to know how high. This thing will go farther than you. And if you'll just go with it, it'll take you farther than you could have ever gone. Not flinching when you come, come to God. I'm thinking, uh, after I was laying there last night trying to get to bed and thinking about the message, and I was thinking about a, a friend of mine who used to manage uh, the Rama Singers. Um, and just for, just for sake of today, we'll just call his name Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and Brother Hagen, uh, well, somebody came and got him and said, Brother Hagen wants to see you. And they didn't act like they acted urgent about it. Like, Brother Hagen needs to see you. And so he goes back there. He's, he's working for, been working for Brother Hagen for a bunch of years. And he goes back there. And he said, hey, Dad. Brother Hagen goes, holds up two fingers. He said, that's two. Oh, boy. And this, this guy, we'll call his name Jim. He said, uh, he said, what do you mean? And Mom Hagen was sitting there. And she said, three strikes, you're out. That's two. And they did not share any more detail than that. And so he, he left. And uh, very carefully selected songs for the service. I don't know if he was doing that or whatever. Very carefully had the service. And then afterwards, uh, somebody came and said, Dad wants you back in the speaker's room. And he's like, he's trying not to, you know, you're sweating, wetting, you're doing it all. you because what comes after two three Three, and you're out (laughs) so he's thinking he's thinking i gotta go work on my resume and so you talk about approaching uh not not the right you know just approaching on tiptoe and scared and he goes back there and he and he and he goes and mom and dad are sitting back there in the speaker's room and they look and he comes in he goes uh dad you wanted to see me and, and, and dad goes, ah, we was just spoofing you. <laughs> that's a horrible example. Brother, that's a horrible, Brother Hagen gave us a bad example of how to approach our father. Because from then on, any time he'd hear dad wants to talk to you, he starts twitching. <laughs> We was just spoofing you. And that's exactly the words he would use. We was just spoofing you. Ah, just having fun. <laughs> it's amazing any of us that traveled with him ever got out of uh, kindergarten, spiritually speaking. But <laughs> because who was it? Uh, because we started following his lead. Was it Regina that we told her that some of the people in the group said, uh, Dad told us to let you know you have the service this morning? Was it her? It was, it was Regina? <laughs> we did. We absolutely did. Dad told, Dad told us to let you know you have the service this morning. Like you have the service this morning. Like you're, you're preaching. Like we, we totally lied. Totally lied. 
just wanted to see her. Going through the Bible, praying in tongues. Let me get right back to my message. <laughs> you talk about being scared to approach. Anyhow, that you might be filled. That you might be filled with all, all, all the fullness of all that God is, all that God has, all that God does. He wants to cram it in you. Why? Why? So you walk around with it? No, he wants it in you for the purpose of it coming out from you. Hallelujah. Now, how can you tell if you're walking full? Now, this was, the, this was the prayer that Paul prayed. I want you guys to see some things. I want you guys to know some things so that you can walk in this place where you are filled with all the fullness, all the fullness, all the fullness of God. You got the Amplified for me in that, uh, in that verse? Y'all maybe have heard this but some of you don't look too impressed. <laughs> you waiting for some other guy to get down. <laughs> the Amplified says that you may really come to know, really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you, you, remember what I said, you, Homer, you, Tilly, yeah, yeah. amen. You and whatever your name is, put your name in there. Marsha. <laughs> that you might be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence. But you know, most Christians that I'm around, they withdraw at the slightest measure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, we don't want that. We're not sure about that. And then they'll pray, okay, let's pray. God, send revival. Pour it, rain on us. Pour it out. Come on, give it to us. Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean on me yet. Like, I mean, you know, just, I mean, No may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded, flooded with God himself. Anybody ever experience a flood? Hmm? Ever had your basement flood? Ever come in and find all your furniture floating? Hmm? Floods change things. Ask Noah. Yes, they do. They change things. Changes the landscape. When your life is flooded with God, it changes things. I said it changes things. Things you've been trying to change for years and you haven't been able to get them changed. Just get flooded. Just get filled. Just get crammed. Just get to where you're glowing and burning. We have a friend, and I will not call her name, um, but we have a friend that, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, got in touch with Amy, and she was going through, was it depression? Really bad, just really bad mental and depression, and uh, was, was kind of giving Amy the list of everything, you know, well, this, 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 and the doctors say that I'm, you know, this, 
this and that. And, and it was, and these, this was a minister and, in a, and a powerful, I mean, husband and wife, powerful missionaries, actually. But, she, but you know how many know that the devil doesn't leave ministers alone? I mean, you, folk can go through stuff. And I had just recently preached out at, at Pastor Nancy's in California a message called Just Joy. And uh, we, that message so blessed me. We printed coffee mug. Anybody still have a coffee mug? Just Joy coffee mug? Yeah, we still have them. People all the time contact us. They don't want my books. They want the coffee mug. <laughs> Ain't no more mugs. But uh, we, Just Joy. And uh, my wife was impressed. Have her listen to that. And, she, and by the way, people do know that message because everywhere I go, people ask me, did you ever get the vehicle back that was stolen? Because I told the story about I had just had a vehicle stolen from me, and I said, I know how to get it back. The only way I know how to get it back is to rejoice back. And the answer is, I did get it back 18 months later in perfect condition. And I, I, asked, I asked law enforcement, I said, how often is that? Never, never does, it, does something go that long. And, it, and, and you just get it back. But anyhow, glory. <laughs> and so uh, she shared, she said, you should, you should uh, watch that. And she got a text back kind of, kind of with a little bit of attitude and said, it's not that easy. Said, it's not that easy. My situation, you know, clinical. This is clinical. Well, she was sharing something spiritual. Wouldn't it be great if spiritual was as powerful as clinical? Wouldn't it be great if spiritual beat clinical? But anyhow, she, she just spit that out. And, and uh, so, you know, she, she's not a psychologist, so she couldn't really help her further at that moment. But then a couple, uh, I don't know, a year or so later, we hear, I went to this meeting, and the power of God fell, and the Spirit fell, and we all got so full and so saturated, and God totally took all of that out of me. And she was so sweet, she didn't say, well, if you just listened to the message we told you to. <laughs> You rejoice when people get their help, whether it comes through you, doesn't come through you. Every pastor knows what I'm talking about, you know. You've been telling people the same, the, the, the truth, the answer for year after year after year. And then they hear somebody on TV say it. And then they come, oh, I just heard the greatest thing. This is my answer. Thank you, Jesus. And I mean, since, since then, this gal has lived in what I call a state of spiritual slosh. She lives so full. Uh, they go to churches sometimes when they're in, when they're in the States, and they, tell, they have these amazing miracle testimonies that happen when they're preaching the gospel overseas. And she'll get up, and you'll think, she, you'll think there's something wrong with her. Because she starts slurring her words. As soon as she gets up and starts talking, she starts, she's so full. She's tapped into that rich measure of the divine presence. 
and she's so full that she could say three sentences and end up on the floor. I sit on their board of directors. We have a board meeting, and she'll pass out drunk in the meeting because they have to go through and tell about certain testimonies, really just what's happened. Boom. But how many know, you might say, I wouldn't want to live like that. Well, you haven't tried it. You're actually supposed to be lit. You're supposed to be glowing. You're supposed to be burning. Yes, yes, supposed to be crammed with all the fullness of God. Yes, brother, please get to the next point. Okay. Filled with all the fullness. All the fullness. All the fullness. No, that's the way to live. I said that's the way to live. You know why people drink heavily? To escape their natural reality. And I've seen some people's reality. And I can't say I blame them. The only thing is they're drinking the wrong substance. Alcohol is a perversion of what we have available in us on tap all the time. I know I, I, must, I probably sound like a broken record preaching this message, but I'll stop preaching when people start getting. I'll stop preaching it when folks start. Who am I preaching to this morning? Me, letting you listen in. I'll stop preaching it when I start living to that place where I'm glowing and burning and burning and glowing. And all I have to do is get close to people and they're like, oh, oh, who are you? Just, just God's been good to me. He, he's been merciful to me. He's, he's just goodness and mercy follow me. That's all. You want that? You can, you can have that. You can have that. Hallelujah. Now, real quickly, how do you know if you're full? Oh, I know who the other was. Might not be here, though. Is your, is your wife here? You, yeah. Go, go get her. You and her. You and her. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. <laughs> How do you know if you're full? Well, <clears throat> I wanted to know. How do you know if you're full? And uh, so, uh, you have a grandbaby. Uh, anybody here, you've been around a baby recently? One that's on baby food, right? They have a, a, a daycare here. And I, I learned this because we had two a long time ago now. And uh, you, you, you make faces, get them to open their mouth. You put the spoon in, hello. Put the spoon in their mouth. And they swallow. But you know, a baby, when they get full, they can't, uh, they can't verbalize it. And they don't say, hey, that's cool. That's enough. Anything more, I might burst. You know what I mean? 
And so uh, you keep spooning it in until they keep swallowing it. But then you take that one spoonful and they take it in. And all of a sudden, what happens? Green puree starts pouring out. And by that, you know that they're full. What are we saying? How do you get full of the things of God? Not by eating mashed peas. But taking in his word and partaking of the expressions of the spirit. That's how you get full. That's how you get full. Word, taking in the word, partaking of the expressions of the spirit. What are the expressions of the spirit? Well, you know them. Praise, worship. Anybody with me today or did you check out? Huh? Praise, worship, thanksgiving, rejoicing, speaking in other tongues. Those are spiritual. Those are the spiritual expressions that we're to partake of. So how do you know when you're full? The same way you know when the baby's full. When what you've been taking in starts coming back out your mouth. That's how you know you're full. When you actually start repeating the word that's been preached to you. You actually start talking about it. And instead of the service dismissing and people and instantly talking about NASCAR or the football game or this game or that thing or that, what are we going to have? What are we going to cook? What are we, instead of that, you're actually talking about filled with all the fullness, with all, the richest measure, the richest measure, the richest. You're full of the word. When out of your belly flows the rivers of praise, and you don't need somebody to yank it and extract it out of you from up on stage. But your praise flows free and flows easily and flows quickly. And worship flows easily. And, and, and you half the time you got to stop yourself from speaking in tongues because someone might be there that wouldn't, you know, think that that's how you know you're full. You, ga- you have a full gauge on your mouth. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know. Anybody else, you say, I want this. I can't get to everybody in the middle of the rows. You're welcome. You're welcome to come up decently and in order, just like, just like that lady did. <laughs> just, yeah, 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 yeah. Make, make, get, wait, wait, get ushers, wait for ushers, wait for ushers, wait for ushers. Ushers, put your hands up. I can't see you. So put, if you're an usher, put your hand up. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Hard to rejoice with your mouth closed, isn't it? Ha 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 ha. 
ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yes, sir. Ha, ha. Praise him. Receive it. Receive it. Say this. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Can you say that? Ha, 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 ha. Let's hear it. He, 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 he. Hey, 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 hey. Ho, 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 ho. Be blessed. Be blessed. Ha, 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 ha. Go take it back. If we've laid hands on you, go take it back to your seat. Ha 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 you ready? You ready? Ha 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 This is what we do on Memorial Day. Come on. Ha 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 Holiday. Ha, 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 ha. Be blessed, 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 blessed. Ha, 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 ha. This is our Memorial Day parade. Be blessed. Ha, 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 ha. Can you say that? Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Praise him. Ha 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 ha. Ha. You need to see my wife. Let me make you an appointment with her. Don't go anywhere. Ha 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 ha. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed with your sweet self. Be blessed. Be blessed. Go help her. What you doing? You in line or just hanging out? You're working? Come on up here. Better for you to be full. Oh. Full is better. Full is better. Full is better. Did you get what you came for?
You want more? Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. You know you could help. Ha 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 Blessed.
bless, 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 bless. Praise him. Praise him. <laughs> you might not you might not want to rejoice or laugh or anything like that. <laughs> Come here, Joel. Would you please help me? Put your hand on him. Oh. Come here. Come here. Pastor, come here. God doesn't give us time, years and years and years to decide, well, day of Pentecost had to happen quickly. So he'll give you grace. He'll give you, he'll give you the substance because he needs us full. Now we're at just about the place where we could start talking about prayer. <laughs> Tomorrow, maybe. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.